get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Now we're going to welcome in our Cardinals insider for MLB.com. He is John Denton, who just wrapped up the Major League Baseball draft for the Cardinals, and now it's the All-Star break. And, John, I'm assuming you're on the beach somewhere with a Mai Tai in hand, right? Man, I wish I was, but uh, like you said, the draft just wrapped up. I'm actually sitting in my recliner watching Wimbledon, so it's not too bad. I wish I was on a beach, but uh, Wimbledon's not a bad second choice. You know what you do then, John? You just put on a picture of a beach on the television, you get a Hawaiian shirt out, and you just sit in that recliner for the rest of the day and treat it like the beach, my man, because you've been working so hard during this Cardinal season. And let's start with the draft, John. You've had phenomenal coverage of the 20 rounds for the Cardinals. And for those that may have missed it, it wrapped yesterday where they took nine pitchers, five outfielders, two shortstops, a first baseman, a third baseman, and a catcher. Your thoughts on the Cardinals' overall draft, John? Yeah, you know, I think it was a, I think it was a good draft for the Cardinals. They didn't have a second-round pick. I think they had the third-lowest uh, bonus pool. So that kind of limited what they what they could do. So they focused mainly on, on on college players and signability, guys that they knew they could lock up. And, you know, getting Chase Davis in the first round was a steal for the Cardinals. It, it looks like, I mean, the kid put up incredible numbers. His, senior, his junior year at Arizona lowered his strikeout numbers. His power numbers are off the charts. He was a guy that they considered back in 2020. Uh, you know, everybody will remember they got three high school players out of that draft. Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, Tink Hentz. He was the one that they were thinking about drafting back then, but the draft was cut to four, five rounds because of uh, COVID. Uh, but but the kid has potential star written all over him. Uh, you know they 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 got some good good picks in there. The left-hander out of Stanford, Quinn Matthews. He's the guy who threw 156 pitches in a game, which I, I know everybody uh, everybody's eyes uh, almost popped out of their heads when they saw that. But he's the kid who can really pitch and. You know, with uh, with the final pick of the day for the Cardinals, they they took the big kid out of IMG, uh, Cameron Johnson. They have no shot of signing him, but you know what the heck, they're going to give it a shot. With the 605th pick, uh, you just kind of throw it out there and and try to get a guy. So all in all, I think it was a good a good draft for the Cardinals. John, is there anything to kind of read into by them selecting with 14 of their 19 picks, nine pitchers, and five outfielders? Is there anything to read into that of just how they kind of look at their system as where they are with pitchers and outfielders right now? Yeah, you know, when it started off the second day when they were up to four outfielders, I think it was by the second day, part of me was thinking, okay, you know, this means the big club's probably going to look to deal an outfielder. And, I, you know, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. I don't think that's breaking news. Like, we all know they have too many outfielders. They have a glut of outfielders. Uh, there's, some of those guys will probably get moved at the deadline. Uh, you know, that, that, that's where they're kind of dealing from a position of strength. So maybe, you know, use the draft to kind of restock your pool. If you're going to move some of those guys at the deadline, uh, you know, I, I know teams don't like to give away tells. But I think, if, if anything, that might have been a tell that, hey, they're getting ready to deal with a couple outfielders, so maybe you load up on outfielders in the draft. Well, that's interesting. John, when you mentioned that about potentially trading outfielders, do you think that just means like guys like uh, potentially Carlson, uh, Tyler O'Neill, or, or could it even possibly mean like some of the guys that have like high upside like they talked about Lars Newpar in the offseason? Yeah, you know, I, I think I think any of those names are, are up for grabs. Uh, you know, I think we all know Tyler O'Neill probably needs a fresh start. Tyler O'Neill probably thinks that, uh, you know, Dylan Carlson's a guy that they would look to deal now. I don't think they would deal Jordan Walker under any circumstances. Uh, 
But, uh, you know, those, those are guys who they definitely could look to deal. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to listen to everything, uh, you know. But you have to remember, like, you know, people are very angry now, and naturally so, that, that Randy Arena plays elsewhere, Adolis Garcia play elsewhere. Uh, you know, at, at the time when the Cardinals traded those guys, they had Harrison Bader rated higher. They had Tyler O'Neill rated higher. Uh, you know, you give these guys away, and if you give Dylan Carlson away, and he goes to Kansas City and hits 30 home runs, people are going to be angry. So, you know, there's a give and take when you start trading guys. We're talking with John Denton, Cardinals insider for MLB.com, with us on BK and Ferrario. John, we heard both Rosarena and Garcia during that all-star media availability speak about opportunities that they were given when they got to their new teams with Tampa and Texas. And, you know, when Cardinals fans look at those deals, they look at it and say, yeah, Rosarena and Garcia really never got the opportunity to show who they were in St. Louis. Is that the same case for guys in their outfield now if they do opt to trade them by August 1st? Yeah, that, you know, that totally could be the case. You know, if, 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 if a guy like uh, Dylan Carlson goes to somewhere and, and takes off, you know, he could always point to, well, I never got a consistent chance in St. Louis because, you know, he was put in and out of the lineup. He was moved from center field to right field, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Uh, you know, that, that could, you could totally see that happening, uh, you know, but, Cardinal fans have to understand when you're trying to win, you have to play the best guys at that time. You can't play the guy who you think may be better in five years. Now the Cardinals are kind of doing that with Jordan Walker now where they know he's going to be great. Uh, is he great right now? Uh, no, he's, you know, defensively he's struggling, but they know he's going to be great. But with, with Rosarina and Adolis Garcia at the time, they weren't the best options out there and they went somewhere that, a place that was building and that allowed them to play more, and that allowed them to blossom into stars. You know, we all know that that all-star game was a nightmare for the Cardinals, having to watch Zach Gallen, having to watch uh, Adoles Garcia and Randy Rosarina almost win the home run contest. Uh, but at the time, they had players ranked higher than them, and they were trying to win. They went to places where they could play that were rebuilding. John, last night, John Mozeliak spoke to the media, to, spoke to Fox too, and he made an interesting comment in terms of saying, "We aren't waving the flag on this season, but trades are with the intention of 2024." Do you, Do you think he was saying right there that they are probably sellers at the deadline, but they are also looking to be buyers as well, maybe looking for pitching depth for next season? Yeah, that was a that was a good get by by Martin uh, Kilcoy. That was that was a tremendous interview. Uh, that was a, a very humble mo. That was a, a mo that admitted that mistakes were made. That uh, looking back, he would have done things differently. It was very, very insightful. Uh, you know, we talked to him in in London a couple of weeks earlier. I asked him. I said, "Are you allowed to rebuild in St. Louis?" And he told me, "I hope I'm never in a position to rebuild." It seems like now that that position has changed. And you know, while while they may be sellers at the deadline, I don't think it's going to be a fire sale. I think it's going to be small tinkers here and there. Maybe you see what you can get for, for an upcoming free agent like Jordan Montgomery. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be like a trade-off Paul Goldschmidt type of thing. Uh, it, th- this is a franchise that expects to win every year. They're not doing it this year, but they're going to go into next season expecting to win. They're, they're not going to blow this thing up. If they make trades, I think it'll be small trades. John, you mentioned Mo's comment in terms of looking back on the offseason and, and some of the decisions that they made or didn't make. Is it fair for me to wonder if he was possibly even referring to the Wilson Contreras signing, or do you think he was just talking about the moves that just weren't made in terms of them adding pitching? 
I think it was more pitching. I think they were determined to to get a catcher. You know, they they knew they had to go into the the season with a catcher. They tried hard to get uh, Sean Murphy, but they were not going to give up Nolan Gorman and Lars Newtbar, you know, and Brendan Donovan. They were not going to give up those kind of players altogether to get a catcher. Uh, now Sean Murphy's had an incredible season. He's a great player on a great Braves team, which is really saying something. Uh, but they they just did not want to give up those guys, so they they went and got Wilson Contreras, and you know Contreras is starting to hit the ball now. Uh, Cardinal fans need to know that, that Wilson Contreras cares. He's a guy who wants to win every day, uh, so so that one's going to come back around. That that Contreras trade will look better. I think it's pitching. Uh, you know we all knew they knew they needed pitching. John Mozeliak knew they needed pitching, but this ownership's never going to spend thirty five forty million dollars a year on a pitcher. They're just not going to be in the Scherzer market. They're not going to be in the the Verlander market. They're not going to give Carlos Rodon two hundred million dollars. Um, you know, so so Mo was in a little bit of a tough spot there. But looking back, you could have gotten an Andrew Chafin for the bullpen. You could have bulked up the bullpen a little better. You could have brought in a little more experience in the bullpen. I, I think that's where he looks back and has second thoughts. John, do you think that that? thought process from John Mozeliak and that the Cardinals won't be big spenders changes this off season. Now that this season could be historically bad. Yeah, I think they've got to look at their model. I think they have to realize that, you know, this game is all about pitching and the NFL. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't matter. And the NBA, if you don't have a point guard, you don't matter. And, and baseball, if you don't have pitching, you don't matter. You know, you can't seriously contend without high level pitching and pitching is very expensive. It's expensive in free agency. It's expensive in trades. You know, you're going to have to be willing to give up some talent to trade for a pitcher. You're not going to trade one one of your slugs for a pitcher. You're going to have to trade some of your best prospects for pitching. I really think they're going to have to reevaluate their model and realize that without, you know, good, strong, consistent starting pitching, you can't. You're not a, a legitimate contender in baseball. Final one for John Denton so he can get back to his uh, vacation. We appreciate him joining us. John, uh, August 1st is still a ways away for this Cardinals team, but knowing what Mo said of, you know, the, the eyes are on 2024 at that trade deadline, what would you deem a successful trade deadline for the Cardinals? Um, I think it would be, uh, you know, adding a, a pitching piece that you can count on going forward. You know, they don't want a guy, they're not trading for a one-year guy like, Quintana last year. Uh, they want somebody that they can build around. Um, if you can, if you can somehow land that without giving up Nolan Gorman, if you can somehow land a, a, a starting pitcher that you can count on going in in the next season, uh, that that would be a success. If you can do it without giving up uh, Lars Newtbar, if you can do it without giving up Nolan Gorman, I think that would be a success. They're not going to blow this thing up. Yes, they may trade Jack Flaherty. Yes, they may trade Jordan Montgomery. But they're not trading Paul Goldsmith. They're not trading Nolan Arenado. That, those those two things are just not going to happen. They're not going to blow this thing up. They they may make some small t- changes this year, but they're they're planning to try to win next season. John, bust out that uh, Jimmy Buffett Hawaiian shirt. Turn on some <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Get a my type for yourself. You and your team have been incredible this uh, first half of the season, and we look forward to all of your coverage next uh, the second half. All right. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. You guys You guys take care. Have a good day. There you go. That's John Denton. Always appreciate him joining us here on BK and Ferrario.